Saturday morning sports filler. Iron Woman, Candace Warner, Racing Royalty, Richard Friedman, and armchair expert, Brendan Anakin. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Welcome back. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Really nice to have you along. Yeah, I love a podcast. What's your favourite podcast, Richard, if you love podcasts so much? This one. What are your top three favourite podcasts? You're a smartless guy. You're a smartless guy? You've got no, look at him, glaze over. No I, I'm, I'm completely about. glazed over. Move on. That's right. Do you know what I've realised that I am? I'm a doodler. Right. And I okay. never thought I was a doodler. And I feel right. like there's something in it. If I do sort of sharp edges, does it mean something? Or is if I'm yes. doing like continue... Loops and loops circles. Loops and things like that. I want to know what doodling means and what... I'm a circle doodler. I was circle doodling earlier on in the show, but now I'm being a bit aggressive. I'm a shapes guy. I do your triangles, your circles, your squares. I'm a big, uh, I'm a real cubism guy when it comes to doodling. Cubism? Yeah, like I'll do my cubes, oh. I'll do my... Um, what about dataism? 3D, that? 3D shape, <laughs> <Yeah>. not as much. <laughs> um, it's got to mean something. I think so. Maybe it needs you, you need to fill a void or maybe you need to listen to what's happening, or, you know, because people doodle, you, you're not No, but attention. I am. I am. I'm thinking forward. Yeah. Mm. My doodling starts with nice, smooth, round circles and then I have no, a two or three cup of coffee and then <laughs> and it's like you and know, someone's chart. So, someone having a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chart, you know, it yeah. goes bad. Looks like the Unabomber's manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big, big old show. It was good fun. Hey, did I tell you I stopped um, an art heist this week? No. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my daughter comes home. She started doing transitioning um, for kindergarten, from preschool to kindergarten. She's like, oh, I drew a picture for Nan. And she pulls it out of her bag, and this thing is immaculate. Like, she's done colouring in. It's like, a child has not done this. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay, you've not drawn that, though. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I drew it for Nan. You straight away accused her. Yeah, I was like, well, I was like, Lara, you're not good enough to draw draw that. No one is at five. No one is at five. And she bursts out crying. She's like, oh, I can't draw. And she just wanted to give Nan something that was like perfect. Oh, that's. And I was like, it's all right. But I was like, you need to stop stealing this, uh, obviously, a teenager's (laughs) work because they're going to be looking for it on Monday. Did she admit to stealing? Yeah, 100%. She's just been swiping pictures she thinks are good. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's so cute. And passing her off as her own. I have to Aww. say. I know. Uh, how, did you feel really bad after that? I've, after you made her cry? She was like, well, I can't draw. I was like, well, sit down with me. We'll learn to draw what together. What makes you think you can draw? I can't, but... Uh, you but you know, can doodle. I can doodle with the best of them. <laughs> you didn't want no doodle for Nan. <laughs> Talking about? <laughs> Maybe we do. Uh, <laughs> hey, um, yeah, pl- plenty. On. I'm gonna gonna move past that. Uh, Sydney FC coach Steve Corica joined us today. We had Brad Harden. Um, uh, ha- Brad's great, isn't he? he? Just you know, he just flicks the switch. Yeah, and he's just good. Rolls it out amongst other things. Do you know uh, that before last, what David and Mitch Marsh did last night, Brad Haddon actually had the highest opening um, partnership at a World Cup. Really? Yeah, and that was in 2011 with Shane Watson. Sorry, not I don't know if it was opening, um, against Canada. There you go. There's another fun fact. Yes. We were missing ours today. You hadn't, you hadn't oh, injected no, there, a fun you know fact, now, but there it is. Yeah. Just for podcast listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've forgotten exclusive, it immediately. Exclusive. <laughs> exclusive just for podcast listeners only. There you go. They'll be happy yeah. with that. Five new Olympic sports. Richard hates all of them. We'll get to yeah. those in the podcast. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty um, much, but uh, you know my view on that. 
That's you should it. not be in the Olympics if it's not the pinnacle of your sport. Just, if golf should be out. Uh, I'm disappointed that breakdancing's out. Next minute, Super Bowl, <laughs> you know, American football will be in. You know, oh, the Super Bowl's not the biggest. The Olympics is. Bullshit. How flat are you if you're a breakdancer oh, and you see it no. get the bullet? Oh, my dream of winning bronze <laughs> at breakdancing at the Olympics. Gone. I don't know about Shattered. skateboarding. Is that in there? It, yeah. I think it used to be. No, is it I still? think it is. Oh, I think it's in. I don't know about that. Blading? Rollerblading? Oh, oh God. <laughs> when does it end? Okay. Squash is fun, though. We like squash. We well, squash, that. you know, nothing's getting bigger than the Olympics for squash. <laughs> One of your great grievances today, too. That was that was probably my favourite this year. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got something really good for next, Try next week. What? It's not for the grievance, but it's oh. for um, for the podcast, maybe. Okay. Well, we're Disappointed you, you didn't use it, it this week. this week. Could have <laughs> used the same. content. No, it's for next week. No, it's for next week. We have given enough content for, for this well, week. It's for next week. Yeah. yeah. One of the great teasers. It's got to do with Vegemite. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, a bit of yeast work next yeah. week. That'll yes. be fun. Black, sticky, yeah. good. As long as it's not an infection. It, yes, it often oh. is not fun, the yeast. Oh, my God. So this is going to be a fun yeast oh situation next week. Yes. What a thrill. Tune in. <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. You should be grateful that any of us are here today. We are all playing hurt. We have all been injured. I've got a bung ankle. Candice yep. has a black eye. Yep. Richard had what can only be described as a fall before we came oh, on air. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it, mate? I, was, I broke the chair. Yes, you were leaning on faulty. You were leaning on a chair too I heavily. You know I love the way you say I had a fall. That's what you say to old people. Yes. Young people if they over. fall. Yeah. Old people mm. have a fall. I know what I said. Yes, you yeah. do know what you said. Um, do, you, Most do you guys know what day it is today? What's that? Uh, it's Saturday. No, it's Back to the Future Day. And do you know why it's Back to the Future Day? No. That's... Because on October 21 yes. was when Marty McFly um, originally went back to the future. Good to know. One yeah. of the great trilogies, Back to the Future. I, th- I reckon the best trilogy. It's a trilogy? Yeah. Back to the Future 2, the best, then 1, then 3. Okay. Right. Didn't need to be made, but was still okay. Okay. Mm. Well, so there what a we start are. Of the show. We're back to the future. So you've about sport the show. So you fell over a chair. That was your. What, why have you got a black it. eye? Well, let's just say I got a bit of Botox. Yeah. And um, like other, most women do, and um, I got a bruise. Well, why, yeah. why did you do that? You don't need it. Because it makes me feel good. You look. Oh, thanks, Richard. Don't, let's fantastic not, without oh, it. Oh, thank you. Well, I choose to because I like it. And um, what do you like getting needles? No, I hate needles. Well, they put it in with a needle, don't they? Yeah, but I don't look. I close my eyes. Mm. What if they miss and get your eye? <laughs> oh, hey? Well, hey? that would be another story for another Saturday. How'd you hurt your ankle, Brendan? No, thanks for asking. I um, yeah. Some flop ran through me at summer comp. Soccer. A flop? A absolute flop. Oh. I didn't know what they were doing, didn't Is know how to play. Is that what you call competitors or other players who aren't as good as you? I think 100%. the word is flog. It was flog, flop, whatever you want to call him. He was, no, flog. He was that. <laughs> It's flawed. He ran straight through me. I, why should I be punished for being brilliant, you know? Yeah. Because well, I turned him. Because you're a soccer prodigy. That's it. But I, I turned him. You like were nobody. not a soccer prodigy, were you? Well, I wa- yeah, I was, but I'm not anymore. 
That's the thing. That's what oh. happens to self-proclaimed to falling stars. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> hey, we got a big show, a really big show. We're not nope. going to let our uh, injuries get in the way of it. Um, we want to do some NRL rule changes. They're, they're thinking about bringing back the the five minute sin bin in the NRL. We're going to chat about that in the sports update very shortly. We want your thoughts, uh, rule changes, to so get thinking uh, early on one triple three five three rule changes in the NRL. Yeah. Oh, I've got a couple. I know. I've got oh, things that should be, be added. Something about forward passes. Things that, yeah, I, I said that. Too. Off too. <laughs> Things that should be removed. Passes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess. I, I dare say <laughs> something about forward passes will come up. Uh, Steve Corica, Sydney FC coach, is joining us after 11, started the uh, A League men's Hugh game. season. Huge game tonight. Huge game. Yeah, Huge game. Huge game. You know it? <laughs> <laughs> I've never game. met him. Never met Huge game. Bloke. Real good bloke. Yeah, uh, he's joining us after 11. And um, well, uh, next, joined by the great Brad Haddon. Uh, the Aussies oh, won yes. in the World Cup, but unconvincing. Not your mate. He was on fire. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Dave. It was mm. just he was he was putting on a clinic. He and Mitch, he and the bison. Yeah, and I know why they call him the bison. That yeah. there's a picture of them embracing. Dave's head looks like it could fit inside <laughs> Mitch's head. He's a big fella. He is a big fella. Let's just be happy that the boys won. They're now in the top four. Let's not pick them to pieces. Room for well, we're gonna have to room for improvement. Why don't you look at me? I'm not picking them to pieces. I'm supporting them. Oh, you're Mr. Negativity. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms. About it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin. Aussies are back, baby! Sort of. It was a win, at least against Pakistan in the Cricket World Cup. Uh, let's have a look at it with Triple M Cricket's Brad Haddon, another legend. Good morning, mate. Morning, all. Are we all ready for the final now? We're back on track. That's happening! Wow. <laughs> We're back on track. Some of, some of them are back on track. I don't know about the whole mm. team. Uh, Brad, I mean, Dave Warner and Mitch Marsh, they put on a clinic last night, but beyond that, wasn't spectacular. Yeah, I tell you what I liked about the two openers. That they went out and, and they were brave. At this stage in the tournament, we've had a slow start, but they, they took the game on. Um, Mitch got a hundred on his birthday. David was at his brutal best, uh, and that's how we're going to win the tournament. Yes, we're a bit slow in the middle order, but after such a good start like that, that can happen. Brad, you talk about the um, the openers. Well, Travis Head he's set to make his return against the Netherlands on Wednesday in Delhi. Who makes way for him? Do we see him open with Dave and, and Mitch Marsh drop down the order? Um, how's it going to work for the team? Maybe we just hold that flight for a little <laughs> bit. Really? No. I, um, I, it's an interesting one because he was probably our form batter before um, he hurt his hand. So I, I like Mitch and David at the top of the order. I, I think they complement each other and it's tough to bowl them, actually. You've got six foot four and you've got five foot, so you've got to bowl at different lengths. Um, but my, my gut feeling, if he comes back okay, he'll open and Mitch will go to uh, three and someone in the middle order will have to make way. Who do you reckon that will be? I reckon it'll be Marnus. Yeah. I, I, I do. I, I think he was the, the last man picked in the squad. Um, tough call, but to win comps like this, the tournament play, you you got to be brutal sometimes with his selection. And But I'm only picking head if he's 100% right. If he's got a little bit of doubt, I'm comfortable with the team we've got now. Pakistan were none for 135 last night. Are we having a few issues getting early wickets? Yeah, we are. I'm not too concerned about it um, at the moment. I think they'll come, but with the wickets we're getting produced at the moment, it's the best time to play with that new ball. So Starkey swung a few, which is good signs. I think he'll get it right as the tournament goes on. Maybe we can try something different. We've seen Marcus Stoinis open in the past to swing the ball. 
obviously, I, I wouldn't mind Paddy Cummins ha- actually having a crack with the, the new ball. I think he'd complement him and start together. So we've we just got to find a way to get uh, a couple of wickets and put pressure on the middle. That young man who dropped Dave Warner on 10, and oh, it, it yeah. did look like a dolly, um, did he drop the match? 100%. I would have told him the whole 45 overs after that as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, it, it's brutal. You're in a World Cup. Um, we know how passionate the fans are, but they're the moments you, you've got to take. We're, we've seen a few of those in the first few games where Australia weren't quite up to their standard in the field and it, it probably cost the result, but that, that's part of the um, that, that's part of the theatre of it. And not that it costs them many. It only costs them 153 runs. So, uh, <laughs> mate, imagine, imagine his family in Pakistan. Oh, oh mate. Don't go home. <laughs> no, nah, he's just got to move overseas Ray, yeah, in um, a witness protection. <laughs> Australia take on the Netherlands on Wednesday. No, Now, before the tournament started, you probably thought that was going to be an easy game, but we saw the Netherlands beat South Africa a few nights ago. Uh, it's not going to be, you know, all... It's not Australia's not going to have no, it all their no. own way. Well, if I'm honest, Ken, is what I want to see from that game, I actually want to see Australia bully them. I want to see go out there, take the game on, um, bully the Netherlands. Yes, they had a good win against South Africa, but that doesn't count in the World Cup. We know they choke um, in the business end of a World Cup. <laughs> yeah. but that's not really an upset. So I'd like to see Australia go out, dominate that game, get their run rate um, back up, and then the tournament will start to flow because we're just starting to get some rhythm. So... Don't allow a team like the Netherlands to, to feel comfortable at all. Do we need another spinner to win the tournament? Oh, it's a good question. Um, I, I wouldn't mind a, a left-arm spinner um, in, in the mix just to give us some options. Um, maybe when the wickets start to change at the back end of the tournament. But we've got enough balance there with Maxi's bowling well enough. But in a perfect world, I'd like to have a left-arm orthodox. Who, which spinner. one, though? We were sort of debating this off-air, like which spinner that would be. Who would you pick, Hads? I would go Kuhneman, actually, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with a taste in um, Sri Lanka. His strength is to bowl at the stumps and, and get the variable bounce in those conditions. So we gave him a taste in the subcontinent. He, he did okay. And, and you've got to remember, this, this player wouldn't play every game. He'd only play if conditions suit. And I think I'd have Kuhneman somewhere. Unreal. What's your Saturday look like, Hads? I mean, 30 degrees, beautiful Sydney day. What are you doing? Well, I've just dropped one kid at Burwood. Um, I've dropped another one here at uh, Glazeville to play cricket. Now I've got to drop another one at Hunters Hill. So okay. I've got away from umpiring, though. Okay, yeah. Right. You're still working, essentially. You're, you're, <laughs> you're starting to realise what your parents went through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I'm an Uber um, with an ATM card. <laughs> uh, Brad Haddon uh, from Triple M Cricket and Willow Talk as well on the listener app. Great little show. Uh, good on you, Hads. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Thanks Hads. Cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. Panthers star Jerome Luai will almost certainly test his value on the open market come November 1 after signing with uh, a new management company, Black Money Enterprises. Not the worst for him, I don't think. No, Black Money also did the deals for um, Latrell Mitchell and Jack White, and so they know how to set deals. Now, Jerome Moore, I think he's going to go for a fair bit. He knows how to win some games. You know that when he plays for the Panthers, um, his winning percentage is around 80%, far better than when Cleary plays for them. Mm. Um, So he is going to... Yes, yes, that can be misleading. No, but I, I just think he's What are his stats gonna... when he plays with Cleary? Yeah. yeah, but I'm just saying he knows how to win games and he wins them for the Panthers. Whether I mean, he's one of those very divisive characters, 
but he knows how to win. And, and someone, money. yeah, someone like Jerome, I think, would be perfect for St George. Oh. They've got a lot oh. of money. Thought you were going to say the Rabbitohs. He's only, he's, <laughs> he, no, he's only 26, so they could build a team around him. Mm. Black money. I don't know if I'd call my company that. Might attract a bit of attention from the ATO. Black well, money. Uh, <laughs> three premiership rings, you'd think he'd want to be on the move and maybe get paid, you know, maybe go to a, a lesser club and uh, bring them up from the doldrums. So we will see November 1. Uh, the NRL have floated the return of the five-minute sin bin for 2024. What? This, yeah, I know. This, well, it was abolished in 91, so it's been a long time. But you know why they abolished it? Because no one liked it. Yes, because it was uh, inconsistent, it says here. And I assume it would be again. (laughs) Why would you bring that back? No, I know. Jeez, that's like bringing back meatloaf. There's an <laughs> reanimated <laughs> from the dead. Um, the, I actually haven't had meatloaf in ages. Mum used to make great meatloaf. You talking about the singer or? No, he's talking about the singer, but <laughs> I just straight away <laughs> think about <laughs> the food. Well, meatloaf, mum. But there's a, there's meatloaf. an argument every year. Like there's an article. Like I saw one in 2021. Sturlow was saying, "Don't bring it back because it's inconsistent." If Sturlow's saying it. That's it's gospel. Done. Exactly. You know and what Sturlow I mean? Sturlow speaks. People should listen. Absolutely. Except on the golf course. They never listen to him <laughs> on the golf course. Um, what do you think? Are there any other? Oh, well, oh, here we go. Do you really want me to go I should on have about said, it What again? do you think? Make it, it, say it quickly. <laughs> You've got to get rid of touch judges and do everything, even the sideline with technology and particularly the forward, forward passes. Pass. The forward pass goes on in every game to some degree. It has cost teams matches. It has won teams matches what they shouldn't have won. It's got to be dealt with. Mm. Other than that, I would say the best change they could make for the next season, other than that, would be no change at all, oh, which would be a nice change. Doing right. <laughs> Anything from you, Candice? Well, I don't really love the golden point, to be... You don't? No. What? Well, I just think it's very unfair. So whoever wins the toss and maybe receives the ball first... But the theatre is... Un, has, an, ...has a clear advantage over the other team. Yeah. So I, I don't kind of... It needs to be better. Do you know what I think the best change to the rules has been in my lifetime? Yeah. Wow, that's a long time. Go on. <laughs> the corner post. I love the corner post. Yeah, because no. t- touching it used to be out, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, touching yeah. the corner post used to be oh, you're out. I thought mm. you were going to say the old cardboard corner post. No, no, I don't care. Bring them back. No, it was the, it's the rule where you can be actually out of play, <laughs> yeah. but unless you touch the ground or the line, you're not out of play. Mm. And I think that's been a fantastic addition. I agree with that. To rugby league, and I think, and that's all rugby codes. Well, let's get your thoughts. One triple three five three. What NRL change do you want to see in twenty twenty four? It can be an implementation. It can be uh, well an abolishment. You can get rid of rules. You can bring them in. Uh, let us know. One triple three five three. The best callers today getting a hundred dollars spent at Red Rooster. Red Rooster Mega Box. The Rooster's calling you to try a Mega Box at Red Rooster today. One triple three five three. What NRL rule changes do you want to see in twenty twenty four? I've got a good one for Ty. Tigers fans as well. Let you know what it is. Only Tigers. Well, well, yeah, cellar dweller teams. (laughs) Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Asking you what NRL rule changes do you want to see in 2024 after the proposal of bringing back the five-minute sin bin, which none of us are into. I think they also mentioned that maybe there was going to be a 15-minute sin bin. Oh, what? Yeah, a 15-minute one and also... Oh God. What, do they spin a wheel to see which one you get? <laughs> Bring someone Pino. else on in that time. Like, there's I don't just like some... that. No, I don't like it either. No, no. Hey, what about this one? So the I've seen... I've, no, 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 that's okay. <laughs> I've seen players get sin bin twice in the same game. That that second sin bin should be an automatic send. Well, yeah, that's like the soccer thing. Yes. Yellow and red yellow, card. Yellow, red card. 
Absolutely. Man. Yeah, I you think cool so. With that? Yeah, I, I like that. Unreal. I'll write a letter. One triple three five three. Jason in anger, Dean. What rule changes do you want to see next year, mate? Morning, team. I'd like that if someone has done something which is intentional, mm. the person who's injured, as long as they're actually can't play, whether that's two weeks, three weeks, four, the person who did the foul also cops that that suspension. Well, they yes. can't come back until I the other agree. player makes it, it back. I agree that. What if that? You, what if you put them out of out of the whole season? They're, they're still down for the whole You're season. gone. Wow. Same deal. Okay. Well, if it is intentional, I think that's fair. So, like, the Pappenhausen thing was an accident. How do you prove intent? Oh, it's, you can In a court of law? Yes. Uh-oh. Yeah, <laughs> At no, the judiciary? I, I agree with Jason. I quite like that. I, I don't, I'm not against the, the principle of that. Yeah. I think that, that's got some merit. I like that, Jason. Uh, one triple three five three. Ron in Avalon, what uh, NRL rule change would you make, mate? Hello, team. Hello. Thanks for the show. Um, I think the glaring one is the forward pass. Oh, every it... every club has suffered this this year where yeah. Wrong. Um, it hasn't been adjudicated correctly because the bunker's not allowed to rule on it. That's right. To help that, we would have four touch judges. What? Two on each side. <laughs> Richard of the wants field. none, mate. You want four? <laughs> oh, technology, Ron. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we have the technology. We can build it. Yes, like the six million dollar man. Touchy <laughs> can't stay up with. The speed of players. So if you if a touchy's only got to cover fifty meters, well, it's a much better chance of adjudicating oh, correct. I, I One for each fifty. That's yeah. all right, Ron. I, 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 don't I, mind I understand yeah. what what Ron's saying there, and as a stopgap, that could work. But you and do also, need to get the, technology. They they, um, they they have two touch judges ruling on in goal as well. That only helps the referee. That's a lot of referees. I guess though, in the AFL, they've got a million umpires. Mm, one thing I know about Peter Volandis. He won't want that many people on the payroll there. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> he's, uh, he's all about value for money. Yeah, that costs money. Uh, Luke yeah. in Bondi, what rule change would you make in the NRL, mate? Uh, firstly, I would try to bring back the pip a bit, like in the AFL where you can grab the jerseys and... Kind of jersey punch them. You want to bring back the biff. Bring back the shoulder charge. No, you know oh, what? Yeah, that is so dangerous. Bring back the biff. Uh, it's so dangerous. Though. If, if it's, you watch an AFL game, if, if you watch an AFL game, they can push and like they can push and kind of biff, and then in rugby, if you do anything, you just get done. It's pathetic. The AFL blue. They it, all grab each other's jersey like and biff, you know. But I like the shoulder charge. No. You can't have that. Do you know what's going on with, you know, old players who've been shoulder charged mm. and Yeah, but I'm not saying injuries. to the head. head I'm not saying to the head. But that's where it ends up. And that's why I got abolished, because they kept hitting the head. Well, then why do they always show the cho- shoulder charge when it comes to before <laughs> the games and everything like that? <laughs> You're the only before, one no, I know who before, wants to bring back no, the shoulder Before charge. Origin and everything, yeah. they always show those images. Well, so. it's the history. Oh, I'm not saying can, to the head. You can have great hits without it being a shoulder okay. charge. Okay, well, bring back the big hits. They, they're trying. Bring back the sort of biff, I think, is what Luke yeah. said, which I didn't mind. Although I am going to give this $100 to Ron because I love his voice. $100 to spend at Red Rooster. Uh, the Mega Box, the Rooster's calling you to try a Mega Box at Red Rooster today. Can you do the Rooster call? No, I don't. No. no, that's a bad cock call. I hear... You do one. No, you I do don't it? do them. You don't do them? Okay. I don't do it. I wish sorry, you I never, try. ever do one. <laughs> I'm so sorry. When you're a rabbit, you do not do... Oh, you never sorry. do that. What noise does a rabbit make? No, <laughs> I knew she was going to do that. You can get a rabbit whistle. Oh. You know, rabbits whistle. No. You can actually, you know, okay. 
You can actually lure foxes. No, it's a long story. Yeah, yeah. I know. Don't bore it, us. It was, sound, it was yeah. <laughs> sounding like it was going to be real boring. Ladies and gentlemen, if it's happening in sport, it'll get a run here. The greatest happening in sport. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Rusty's Motorsport Update. For Bendix, Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Yeah, Rusty's Garage Podcast. You can find that on the listener app. You can find the great man here right now. Greg Rusk, good morning. Good morning, all. How are we? I'm talking to you from Phillip Island, so you might be able to hear the bikes in the background. We yes. Yeah, when it t- comes to shoveling it, the old rusty shovel, you can't beat <laughs> the it. The rusty shovel, there it is. There's a new one. Oh, now, talking about Phillip Island, there's some really um, really bad weather actually forecasted for tomorrow, so they've brought the race forward to today. What's the latest? And do you think Jack Miller, do you think he's going to win it? He's a very good chance, and I'll tell you why. They finished yesterday with both of the riders in that team on top. So his teammate Brad Binder was fastest, Jack was second fastest. And he said to me very recently that um, he felt like the bike, which he's been working on in a a development sense, it hasn't been a great year for him so far, but all the input into that bike should come right about here and that it would suit this layout. Now, you're right about the change, uh, the schedule. It's a pretty significant one. We haven't really seen this before. We're talking about 80 or so kilometre an hour winds tomorrow, and that can really knock the bikes around, particularly at um, at some key should, places. Should be fantastic. Right. Should be spectacular. Hey? <laughs> well, it's not Who, safe, that's the thing. Who's the bloke that's fallen off 40 times this season? Well, I mean, it hasn't been great for Marquez you're talking about. It, yeah. Marquez, it's been a difficult year for him. He's off to something different next year. Um He's done some unbelievable things with with Honda along the way. It's been an incredible chapter. But he's, he he feels like I spoke to him last night at a at a function here, and he feels like he said, "I need to get the smile back and be reinvigorated." And, and as an athlete, you've got to you know what it's like. You've got to test yourself with with new challenges, and that's what that's going to be for him. But the key thing for listeners is the main race, the GP, starts uh, 3 p.m. this afternoon. So just fantastic. Um, yep. should, should be spectacular. Mm. Now, two months is a long time in F1. You come back from an injury after a couple of months off, they spell your name wrong over the top of the pit. (laughs) 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 They did. I'm not kidding. That happened. Of course, you're talking about Dan Ricciardo. Yeah. He's back in action, though. How good. It's a a little later than we expected. We hoped he might have been in the car for the Qatar round. So Liam Lawson was there. Dan loves the whole American um, experience, and he's been right into it all week from the whatever they are, 10-gallon hats and everything else to... Um, you know, music. I mean, Austin's famous for its music. So he's right into it. Uh, qualifying um, outside the top 10, obviously, for him. The, the hand, I think, is still um, healing. But he's done some driving in a, in a proper Red Bull F1 car in between time and some simulator stuff, which does really replicate the the vigorous or the, the, the rigours of, of racing, if you like. So um, he's ready. Uh, Oscar Piastri's qualified uh, inside the top 10, which is good. His teammates on the front row, by the looks of it, um, for Stappen a little bit further back from the qualifying, which is literally wrapped up in the last little while. Uh, and, Rusty, the opening round of the 2024 uh, supercar season, it's not happening in Newcastle. What's What's going on there? Well, I, I need to actually get a little more uh, detail here, but it sounds as though um, some residents are a bit uptight about it. Obviously, ah. the build of that circuit happens in Newcastle, and it starts kind of around the Christmas period, which is pretty important for retailers up there. But, I mean, it's a great spectacle. Like, it, it makes Newcastle look amazing. The racing around the city streets and then by the, the almost by the water's edge and so on. So it's not happening. They're talking about maybe doing 
a festival at Bathurst with the 12-hour for sports cars and then uh, or GT cars, and then a week later having supercars up there and making it a kind of full um, motor racing festival. So we'll see what happens. That's a bit of a blow to lose. Brenda, you'll have to spend a full week in Bathurst. Good, good, I say. (laughs) I enjoy it there. Uh, My friend, always a pleasure. It's thanks to Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. I'm I'm amped. I love hearing the the bikes whiz around in the back. I'm ready for this GP at 3 o'clock. I love Uh, the GP. uh, You enjoy yourself there, Rusty. The port of call for the big names from every code. Big names. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Time for Richard's race of the day, no bigger than the Caulfield Cup, and it's a hell of a field, Richard Friedman. Yeah, it's a good field. It always is a big handicap races. We love them in Australia, handicap races. We love to bet on them because, you know, basically it brings in all the horses with a low weight that aren't quite as good as the ones with the high weight. Mm. So anyway, it's 2,400 metres at Caulfield today, time on an event. And um, look, just going through it. You've got to pick the horse who's got enough class to win it. Okay. I know it's still a handicap. Mm. And and th- and it's not like the Everest where the weights are fairly close together for the horses that are of age, yeah. of a certain age. This is a bigger spread of weights here. So but you still got to have a horse with enough class. Gold trip number one has enough class. I reckon without a fight, which my younger brother trains, and he's a pretty good trainer of stayers, and you do have to look at the trainers with staying races, certain trainers, are good with stay. That's a top horse too. Yeah, he is a top horse and they've set him for this race. Mark Zara on board. He has drawn nicely in seven, so I'd put him in. I'd put the three in breakup. Japanese horse. Did run fourth in the Tenno show. Now, that is a top quality race Mm. in Japan, two-mile race. And um, so he will definitely stay the trip. So I'd the top three, one, two and three, I'd throw in for Montefilia if you're going for a first four because it could be a really big first four. She's in great form. I don't know if she runs the 2400 ride out, but she's got the quality and the class, and Chris Waller trains her, and he's a very good trainer of stayers. Um, then it gets harder. It gets a lot harder after that. Um, Akita Sushi is a is a uh, an Irish-trained horse with a Japanese name, so don't get fooled that it's a Japanese horse. He's, a, he's an Irish-trained horse. Would have some chance. I don't think I'll put him in. I'll put in Valiant King at a bit of price. There's been a big move on that one. I think 17 at open. It's down to nine. Yep, I'd put it in number number 18. And then you can just pick pick a roughie of your own to throw in after that. But that'd be my ones. Um, I'd one, two, three, four, and 18. Sulcum? What's, why just, not Sulcum? I'm just dodgy on whether he's got the class. Okay. It, it, look, he may prove me wrong, but I, I just got a feeling maybe not. So one, two, three, four need to be in you box those. Yep. Um, and then whatever roughly. And like then after that. and Valiant King number eighteen, and then you go for your life after that. But we got the first four. You got the first four. I shouldn't say we did. I had nothing. Ah, uh, no, we did. Yeah, I I put four out last week, and then you said, well, you've got to put Wish I Win in there. So I did. So I boxed that. Yeah. And if you did the same, then you would have got how the first four in the paying? Everest. Uh, I think at the end it was about a grand. I think it paid. So how much did you spend? Uh, I had f- uh, I had forty percent of it. So. It's pretty good. So wow. one unit it for five horses. Yeah, it's about four hundred bucks. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, really good. Really, really great weekend. Yeah, uh, and so those uh, those until num- you got your ankle kicked in. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, I, I love having a first four on the the Caulfield Cup and the Melbourne Cup. Absolutely, they can pay hugely. Yeah, like, yeah. I've, I, I got one paid thirty grand one time on the Melbourne Cup. Wow, and I got three. I got four of the first five, mm. but didn't get the first four. For one that paid over a hundred, don't you hate that? Mm. Uh, yes. You know what I was just thinking because you know when I sit here and my little mind's 
We need to do a sweep for the Melbourne Cup for us and our listeners. We can do that. Yeah, we'll do that. We can do that. Absolutely, we can. Okay, great. I'm not bad on Melbourne Cups. I, I know say. you're very good. But it's a sweep. You just put your hand in and, and pick yeah. it out. If you are wondering, we're going to do a full preview. So we're going to preview every one of those horses when it's uh, the Saturday before the Melbourne Cup. You yeah. didn't know that, but that's what we're doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Am I involved? You are. You have to be involved. You're and the expert. And should we get dressed up in kit? No. You say you think that's a good idea for now. For Derby Day. Yeah. So we'll come into work in black and white. This is what happens, though. You'll, do, uh, you'll say that and then I'm the only one that does it. And you guys <laughs> come will in rock up like in your tracky dance. Mr. Peanut. Yeah, I know. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm bald. <laughs> is that why? Those no. numbers again. Because you'll be wearing a top hat. Yeah, okay. One, two, three, four, eighteen. And then fill that out and if then you like. Whatever you like. And then you're on your own. You're on your own <laughs> after that. If you can afford more than that many horses, go for yeah. it. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a great race, Caulfield Cup today. Uh, race nine, I believe, Caulfield, just after five o'clock. 5.15 to be exact. That's it's, a long time to wait. It is. It's one of the last of the day. I do hate last near the last of the day. You know Well, the me. crowd on course love it because they can be, you know, they can be fairly, on like <laughs> fairly happy Say the by word. the time the race comes. <laughs> Dead set legends. All the big names. Big names. I'd like to hear some more opinions. Strong opinions. Just be careful of splinters if you choose to sit on the fence. Imagine the splinters. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin. Four and twenty. We've been there for it all. Australia's original fan food. Dead Set Legends, Player of the Week. And you're in charge of it this week, uh, Richard Friedman, because there's a bit of a conflict of interest. Oh, yes, there is. I mean, this this player is a cricketer. <laughs> who has who could it be? Who has been a superstar of the game for a decade or more, and mate. last night absolutely put on a clinic in the One Day World Cup. It is none other than Candace's husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Richard. No, it was really David good. Warner. Yeah, it was good to see. He got his twenty first um, ODI century, which is. Oh, unbelievable. Uh, but it was his fourth consecutive century against Pakistan. So, I mean, I think only Virat Kohli has um, four consecutive centuries against a team, and that's against the West Indies. And so, you know what? He got on the, uh, he got on the, the honour board for the number of um, 150s in World Cup. Yes. And you know how many others are on that honour board? How many? Nobody. Yeah. yeah so he's he's got, the only one. Yeah, he's got three. I think... Uh, there's obviously other players who have got one, but he's got three. That now takes his tally of 47 international centuries as an opener. Um, Tendulkar's on 45. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he's doing really well and he's credit where credit's due. I know he's very divisive and, and there's there's people that, you know, don't love Dave, but you can't you take... There are people out there saying he shouldn't be in the World Cup squad. He just knocked 163. Well, yeah, and, you know, just been a sensation right the way through it so far. Mm. Um, those people will be like people who, like, voted for Kevin Rudd. You can't yeah. find them. No. <laughs> Nobody did, apparently. Yeah, mm. He's now got five of the top ten ever highest scores for an Australian in ODI, so five out of ten is not bad. Honourable mention to Mitch Marsh as well because uh, those two fellas, they don't make that score last night. Australia don't win, so well done. And on his birthday. Yesterday? Yes. Oh, well done, David. Happy no, birthday. No, not Dave. No, Dave's Mitch. birthday's oh, next okay. week. The Bison. Mitch. Oh, well, that's close together. Yeah. That's um, the most insulting nickname, the Bison, but so Bison. Speaking <laughs> of nicknames, I take umbrage with this. Uh, your husband has too many, it would seem. If you look on Wikipedia, he's got nine nicknames. Who puts these on there, though? Well, wh- hang on. Let's go through it. Lloyd. What's Lloyd? Is that an actual nickname? No, I, I've never... 
the whole time that I've been with David, no yeah. one's ever called him Lloyd. Right. Maybe this was something okay. early on. Scratch Lloyd. So yes. get rid of that. Scratch Lloyd, Scratch. the Reverend. I've yes. heard that. That sort of came out, I think, in 2016 or 17. He yeah. started to work with a mind coach and he was just very positive. So he was kind of preaching it to everyone. Actual nickname, Tick. Yes. Uh, bull, I've heard that. Yes, yes. he's the I've bull. heard Bull. Pocket-sized dynamite. No, I've what? never heard I've that. I've never heard that That's either. not even a nickname. I, I think it's know. true, but it, as in, yes, he is. He's, he's yeah, tiny. It's just and, a description. And, but, yeah, but, yeah, when you're sitting around in the, in the locker room and oh. you're going, oh, there's pocket-sized dynamite, that yeah. doesn't sort of work. Bull, there's a bull. Yeah, you know? pocket-sized dynamite, that's three words. Can that's, you have a nickname that's three no, words? No, absolutely yeah. not. No. Um, no. Okay, so it's we're going way. with the Reverend, we're going with Bull, of course, you've got the um, tried and tested David. Yes, Wonderful. He's our player of the week. He is our player of the week. So does that mean so we're going to get be. some four and twenty sent to our home? No. No. Oh. No, you're not getting any. No, that's not how it You're always after payola, aren't no, you? No, I love pies. Party pies. <laughs> oh, there you pie. go. <laughs> Candace, I love pies. <laughs> Expected delivery. Now after that uh, statement. When talking sport 24-7 is barely enough. Do you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Round one of the men's A-League season this weekend. Sydney FC taking on Melbourne Victory at Allianz Stadium. It's tonight quarter to eight. Thrilled to be joined by Sydney coach Steve Corica on game day as well, which is always nice. Uh, morning, Steve. Good morning. How are we? Oh, terrific, brother. Um, you've already got some silverware in the cupboard as well this season. Sydney FC uh, Aussie Cup winners. Great boost leading into the season proper. Yeah, yeah, it's always nice, uh, a bit of silverware. In pre-season, it's just important cup to, to win. It gets you into Asia as well for next season. So there's a couple of boxes we've ticked off in, in pre-season. Um, and it's nice to get the season underway with the with a big blue against Melbourne Victory. So. Steve, obviously the victory tonight, um, they're always tough competitors. What have you got to do to, to win the match? What have you got to, guys got to improve on from last year? Um, I, I just think we we're we're a better team than we were last year. We've got a lot of confidence leading into the season. Obviously, with the win uh, in the cup, uh, we've had a lot of changes as well with players and, and a lot of young boys have come in. So there's a lot of enthusiasm in the team. And um, but we have to play well. Obviously, we have to defend well because we know how good a team they are and an attacking team they are. So I think the main thing, if we defend well tonight, I think we've got a very good chance because we have a, a lot of weapons up front as well. So. Um, that's the aim for us. You touched on it in your your first answer, Steve. There's there's feeling. Is it like is this Carlton Collingwood and you know Roosters Rabbitohs? Is there is there that much feeling between these two clubs? Yes, it's this was the big derby. Obviously, um, when I started in the mm. first year of the A League, um, that this was the big rivalry, and, it, and it's got bigger and bigger each each year. Um, so, yeah, definitely there's a lot of feeling. Um, we look forward to this game, obviously, and the last couple of years it's been the first game of the season, so it's, it's straight up in your face and you want to get off to a good start. We're at home at Allianz tonight, so uh, it's important we get off to a win, but uh, we know, obviously, that we're coming up against a good team and, and a big rivalry. That rivalry, can that turn ugly? I mean, we all love that. <laughs> Be honest. No, I think they're just more passionate, aren't they? You know, um, you know, we should have twenty five thousand out there probably t- tonight, um, cheering us on. Uh, obviously, we want their supporters to turn up as well because that's the the great part about football and, and getting behind your team and, and supporting them. But uh, yeah, they're they're very passionate. Their supporters, 
our supporters are very passionate as well and, you know, it, it makes for a great game. Well, speaking of your club specifically, it's in a great spot. I mean, obviously we just touched on, you know, Australia Cup winners on the men's side. 800% increase in memberships for the women's uh, Sydney FC team as well. The future looks very bright for Sydney. Yeah, we've, uh, we've, we've broken a record in memberships. So I think we're at 20,000, 2,000 mm. more than last year. The, the women's game last week was amazing. It was, you know, uh, another record there. They have had 11,000 to the game. Yeah, it was amazing. I think all this has stemmed from the, the Women's World Cup as well, which was a great, great tournament. The, the ladies did really well in it as well. So, um, and, it's, and I think it's growing as well. So it's, it can only be good for, obviously, football in Australia, but also our A-League. Uh, surely you've locked in tenure too. What's this, your 18th season at Sydney FC? This club must mean a hell of a lot to you, Steve. Yeah, actually it's 19 19, years, there so you go. 19 years. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah I've, I've obviously played and, and then was a youth team coach, assistant coach, now head coach. So it does mean a lot to me. I have a lot of passion for the club. I love the club. Um, so I've seen everything from good to bad. Uh, you have your ups and downs and uh, hopefully this year is going to be an up. Hopefully, uh, yeah. forward to uh, yeah, a good start to the season. Are you, are you, before I let you go, are you superstitious at all? Because the man sitting across from me, uh, Richard Friedman, one of the most superstitious people I know, I once told that's, him I wore... That's not true. It is true. I once told him I wore green to a racetrack well, and he nearly it, disowned me. Well, yeah. it's just disgraceful. Yeah, you never wear green to a racetrack. Yeah, don't do that. I, I mean, really. green meant money. That's, no, I didn't know that either. No, no I didn't either, superstition. <laughs> Everyone knows yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I've got this beautiful <laughs> green blazer I can't wear anymore, Steve. Uh, are you superstitious at all? Um, I think most footballers are. Yes. Uh, they're like routines. I think it's just more routines and what, what they what go is it, through. Steve? So. What is it? Is it undies? You, you've it, not washed them for 19 it's seasons? It's, is it socks? No, it's definitely not, it's definitely not washing them. But I do have a favourite pair. That yeah. I wear. <laughs> yeah, anyway. oh, as well, so. Which colour is um, it? It's red, actually. Red? <laughs> Red. Oh, bold. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be good luck, apparently. So, um, maybe the last couple of years it hasn't worked, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it has Will you have them on? The but I think... <laughs> As coach? Yeah. Oh, of course, of course. I'll go with the routine, so... <laughs> hey, uh, OK. Well, uh, Hopefully, yeah. We want to see it. Yeah, well, if we see it, something's gone terribly wrong <laughs> no, if we're seeing your undies tonight, Steve. <laughs> Uh, well, the game, Allianz Stadium, uh, it's going to be a corker, Sydney FC taking on Melbourne Victory. Uh, you can grab your tickets, quarter to eight, the game kicks off. All the best for the Steve's, uh, season, Steve Corica. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. Five sports have officially been added to the 2028 Los Angeles Games by yes. the IOC this week. The sports are cricket. It's an Olympic sport again. Yay. Bit of fun. Shouldn't be in the Olympics. Why is that? Because if it's not the pinnacle of your sport, you shouldn't be there. But and how do you know if it's not going to well, be the pinnacle when it be. hasn't been? The Ashes. They're never going to surpass the Ashes. Yeah, but the Ashes is only for two. This is a T20 tournament, the Olympics, not not yeah. Test cricket. You know what? World Cup won't get past it either. What teams play in the yeah. Olympics? How many? Well, they're How saying many? what do they look like? So this is what's interesting. So six teams will be in the the Olympics, but the host nation has to have a team. So America will have... American cricket, ooh. Uh, so then you're left with five. Now, they're doing all this because... Well, India will be there, so there's four Well, now. how do you know? No, they have to be. They, ha there's they, a billion they have people. to be. They have to be there. But how is it going to work? Is it the top five ICC-ranked T20, T20 teams? No. Or is it, okay, we're going to take one from India, we're going to go South Africa. Yeah. England can do Europe. 
the Australia most, the most and, popular teams. Yeah, but how should do you every choose? continent be represented? Because it is the Olympics. No. Just thought about that. And you know what's tricky as well <laughs> is that if they have an Olympic Antarctic qualifier, where are you going to fit it in the calendar? Because there's no room for extra games in cricket calendars. No. Okay. So yeah. it should be there. We're all agreed. Okay. Uh, flag football getting a run, and that's um, flag American football, so gridiron. Uh, Disgusting. But well, it's America, so of course. course. <laughs> Touch footy, I've got a lot of time for it. Oztag. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, that is Oztag. what it's American Oztag. It's American Oztag. Which is great. That's it, done. Uh, baseball and softball is back. Really? No, I didn't mind more go, American sports. Hey. We go okay in the softball, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, I went and saw the baseball at the 2000 Olympics. Uh, look, baseball, the Olympics, would be the pinnacle for everyone except for the Americans. Uh, an elitist sport. Here you go. You, you'd like this, Richard. <laughs> lacrosse. <laughs> lacrosse. <laughs> lacrosse is there. Okay. Uh, look, I'm going to live with lacrosse. It can be quite violent. It will be the biggest things ever happened to lacrosse. Mm. And squash. I love squash. I'm happy that squash is in. I love squash. I thought, is it still going? Squash is a thing. As a game? Yes. Yes, it is. Squash really? is still happening. I thought it was the number one game for heart attacks. A lot of uh, rec centres are closing down, which is a problem. I used to play at Campbelltown Rec Centre there. I used to play squash every weekend. I played squash as a kid, but I thought... We should have a game, you and I. No, toe oh, to toe, no. squash. No. We could be in the Olympics, Richard, in 2028. I, no. I can just be the hydration monitor. <laughs> I told monitor. you it was the number one game for heart attacks. <laughs> I'm not doing that. That's why I want to play. Dorking uh, <laughs> Wanderers, let's go. Dorking Wanderers. <laughs> let's go over to UK football, a non-league side uh, Dorking Wanderers. Uh, their manager, Mark White, has given his team an almighty spray after their 2-0 loss to Horsham in the fourth qualifying round for the FA Cup. Now, let me unpack this. Okay, so Mark White started this uh, non-league team, Dorking Wanderers, that years ago. So basically it would be like me going to you guys, let's go start a team in the park, right? He went and started a team in the park. This team got really good and they kept going up the levels, up the levels. Every every second I year like they, they're getting promoted, right? Mm. So this was, enough, this was a park team and now they're playing just below the English sort of championship tier. Wow. So they're in uh, the same as Wrexham. So Wrexham just got promoted from this league. Okay. So they were just about to play the FA Cup when they're playing the big teams. This was the qualifying round for the right. big teams. They lost 2-0 to Horsham. So you can understand that Mark White is very invested in this team. And disappointed. Very disappointed in this team. So he got in front of the cameras, this is outside of the change rooms, and gave this spray about his team to the media. Now, I think I've bleeped it all. <laughs> Let's check. I really hope uh, they get something amazing that's life-changing. So my shit players can learn a lesson because they were so poor. That team let the fans down 100% wholeheartedly. Today was wholeheartedly a bunch of players that were absolutely shit. <laughs> I love his honesty. Not a lot of room for misinterpretation there. No, no. <laughs> Did we not play well? Wow. <laughs> Man, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, the NRL, uh, they're reportedly getting uh, ready to announce Papua New Guinea are going to be given the 18th uh, licence for the competition. That's probably no surprise. Um, they're very passionate about this, their rugby league. Mm. They're very passionate about it. I mean, it's their number one sport. Um, look, are they up to the task? I guess after a couple of years they will be. They weren't the first two. They'll be based up north, I think. In North Queensland, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't have you can't have the teams travelling to PNG. Not at the moment. They'll play a few over in Port Moresby, I would think. Um, but they're getting a massive cash injection from the government. So twenty five million a year that they're going to take from the foreign aid budget, which makes a lot of sense, I guess. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, but that team it. has to be from overseas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all good for PNG. They love their rugby league. Let's see how they go. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Richard's list of grievances. There's something about doctors. Mm. Right? They think you're smarter than everybody else. They, they, they are. They usually are. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is largely true. Yeah. yeah. They are. But they know it mm. and they let you know it. Mm. But what really gets me is you ring up, you're not well, you want to go and see him, you make an appointment. Oh, yes, come at 2 o'clock. You come at 2 o'clock. You sit there in their grotty little waiting room with their three-year-old magazines yep. and looking at your phone. Better Homes and Gardens, 1997. Yeah. <laughs> and 2.30 goes past and then 3 o'clock goes past yep. and he's coming in and out. He's talking to the receptionist like you're not there. <laughs> I hate that being yes, ignored. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just ignored. You're not even, you don't even make eye contact Acknowledge me. Yep. <laughs> okay. You should just go, hey, hey, I'm here. Yeah. Uh, I exist, man. And they just look at you and then scuttle back I into get their it. surgery. They do scuttle too. <laughs> they scuttle. Oh. And... Then eventually they come out and then it's like, oh, hi. Oh, hi. I didn't see you there. You. <laughs> I didn't you know? see you there. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the worst. Yeah. And you feel like you're already feeling like garbage and they make you feel worse. Yeah, yeah. Like, listen, you don't really matter to me. If you walk out that door, I don't care. This There's is one a good right one, behind Richard. you. I like this. Uh, they, you know, they could, they could just come out and say, look, I'm sorry, guys, I'm running late, you know. Yeah, I'm always running late. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, that's classic. You know, and you'd cop that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. no, the scuttling and the no eye contact, <laughs> that's what does me in. Yeah, yeah. that's absolutely fair. That's 100%. a good one this week. Everybody knows it yeah. and yeah, the doctors yeah. know it too. Yeah. But you know what? They don't care. Do you know what they, they should do? <laughs> they should put like a little clock near their, like a stop clock near their, their room and says like, 15 minutes behind, half an hour behind. So mm. you could walk out and get a coffee and come back. So you know it's how a good far... good idea. Yeah, so I you thought know... you were going to get a free burger or no, something. so you know <laughs> how... And you're in there for cholesterol problems to begin <laughs> if with. If I don't serve you within half an hour, <laughs> yeah. I'll give you a free consultation. <laughs> <laughs> so you know how many minutes you've got to wait. So oh, you go, okay, man. well, I might go to the coffee shop. I See, might go do my groceries and come back. What a great idea. Yeah. What a great... And you know what? It could be an app. It yes. says, oh, you, you won't be needed for another 15 minutes. You can go and do all That's that. That's right. We like that. Fixing the world. Well done. Very rare we do that in this segment. <laughs> uh, enjoy the rest of the day. I'm on for another three hours. So Why? Enjoy that. Just because I love it. Really? <laughs> you wouldn't be Just because I love it and I wasn't rostered on. Wouldn't be getting paid, would you? Nah, I'll see you later. <laughs> well, I'll see you right after this on Triple M. Don't waste your life.